Welcome to the Business Balance Podcast. I'm Emma Langton, Mindset Coach and Hypnotherapist. Each week I'm bringing you conversations and coaching about getting the balance in business. We'll be talking about mindset, strategy, boundaries, balance and a whole lot more besides so that you can create a brilliant business life and still enjoy time off. You can find me at www.emmalankton.com where you can join my newsletter or book a call with me to have a chat about how to get this to work for you in a personalised way. This week, I'm talking to you about self-doubt. How do we shift from self-doubt to self-belief? You know, self-doubt can affect us many, many times in our lives. Um, It can be quite negative, It influences these belief systems that we have about ourselves. We're giving ourselves negative feedback and when these doubts run through our minds, it can really drag us down. It can have us feeling really negative, fed up and definitely, definitely not at our best. And I'm sure that you will have had at least one or two times of self-doubt. But you know, if it's popping up quite frequently, it can really hold us back. Sometimes it's just in one area, but often it can be in many areas of our life and it's really quite draining. You know, those sorts of thoughts about, you know, what if this doesn't work? Can I really do this? Will I ever get that client, that job, that promotion? What if I'm just not good enough? What if no one likes me? What if no one buys from me? What if no one wants to work with me? Ultimately, it all comes back to feeling just not good enough. But those doubts that are there, they keep chipping away at us. You see, the thing is that we form our beliefs from positive statements that we hear and positive information. Now, this may have happened to you way back as when you were little. But we can also have times in our adult life where things chip away at us. It gives us messages about whether we can or cannot do things. It influences that belief that we have in ourselves. So if we've been surrounded by people that are negative, that have gone, oh my God, what do you want to do that for? And, oh, how could you possibly do that? Or, oh, you don't want to be doing all those Facebook things you don't want to be pushing yourself out there you know often I speak to people who don't even have a supportive partner so that negativity can create bigger doubts in our mind it limits the beliefs that we have about ourselves and whilst these beliefs are not necessarily true facts about ourselves it can end up that we believe that they are true We really are doubting ourselves. So what is it that we can do about it? Well, you know, because that self-doubt can hurt you both personally and professionally, and if it's there all the time, it can become overwhelming. You can feel really insecure. The thing is, that other people don't see that. Other people don't hear your thoughts. Other people don't know what's going on inside your head or how you are behind that computer screen before you kind of post or or put yourself out there. 
So the thing is, that the very first thing that you need to do is listen to the words and phrases that you are saying to yourself or about yourself. Now it might take a little time for you to begin to notice this or it may be that you've got to the point that you just know it's happening all the time. But you see, sometimes it feels like we can almost be making justifications to ourselves. You know, oh, well, I haven't... <laughs> as, as my teenage daughter was saying the other week, well, I haven't done my revision on that because the teacher said we've only just learnt about it so we don't need to do it. Or I haven't done the revision on my maths because what can I practice about my maths anyway? Oh, well, I haven't done this post on, on social media because nobody answers me. I don't, nobody gets engages with it. So what's the point? You see, often it feels like we're making reasons or justifications, but, and I mean this in a really kind way, in reality, you're just making excuses to yourself. So when you start with the excuses and when you really identify what it is that you're saying to yourself, you can take ownership. Because as I've just said, nobody else really knows what's going on inside your head. You've no idea just how easy it would be. And I often say this, if we could just lift up the top of somebody's head and have a little peek in and go, oh yeah, see that that's happening there and that's working there and that's doing that there. My God, my job would be so easy. But in reality, that doesn't happen. So whatever's going on inside your head, it's in there, you're aware of it, other people don't know about it, so it stops with you. And the sooner you take ownership of that, the sooner you identify what it is that you're saying, the sooner that you become aware of those doubts, it's much easier to make that change. So now this is the time to be really honest with yourself. And you might even want to begin to write them down now. Before you groan and switch off, hang on. Because, yes, I'm all about positivity, but honestly, you can't just put a sticking plaster over this. If we just, you know, wrap it all up and turn each phrase into something positive, that is, you're literally just putting a sticking plaster over and you're not really identifying the true thing that's going on. Okay, you're just going to cover it up and pretend it's not there. And hope it gets better underneath on its own. So once we really start listening to ourselves, you can be quite surprised at what it is that you are saying. The, the excuses, the justifications, the reasoning, call them what you like, but they are excuses. But you begin to get to know about them. So writing them down is not about going into doom and gloom and being really negative. It's about being really clear, being really open and being really honest. And even sometimes as you begin to highlight, write them down, you're really highlighting to yourself and you might already be going, oh my God, what am I saying that to myself for? This is ridiculous. So you're already beginning to quash them. So the second thing that you can do, as I've said, is you challenge that doubt. So you identify them and you can begin to question it. You can begin to challenge it. Now, it, it can be really powerful when we start to shift through the doubt. So question that doubt that you have. Is this really true? Really? Is it true now? 
What if it just does not apply to this situation? Is there any other way that you can view this? Are you just making excuses? Are you just settling for less? Are you just hiding? Are you, I don't know. Is it just an excuse because you're frightened of something else? Because this is the time to be really honest with yourself. And it's very important if you want to create the change. And then you can reframe that doubt. Now reframing really, it all it means is, imagine that you've got that situation, you stick a frame around it, you change the frame, it makes it look different. It switches it up a bit. So how else could you think about this doubt or this situation? How else could you look at it? How else could it appear? Go back. Look at what you're saying. Look at to yourself. Look at what you're thinking. Look at the true facts that are there when you've assessed it and questioned it. And look at how you can rephrase it then. So this is more than, this is not just sticking a pla- sticking plaster over it. This is, you know, really reframing it. So if you're saying, well, I'm not good at maths, then rephrase it. So it might be that I'm still learning maths, but I'm going to have a go. I don't know how to do whatever it is, your newsletter, the technical stuff, but I'm going to have a go. If you're saying that I'm, I'm rubbish at Facebook Lives, you can then switch it up to being, I'm okay at this. I can do this. Now, obviously, be careful that you're not, I think I've said this in one of the other episodes, but be careful that you're not sending this up into something that's really super far-fetched stuff. So don't have it that, you know, I'm a super duper, um, I'm a super duper maths whiz and I can do anything. Because you, your brain will naturally just dismiss something that's absolutely ridiculous. You know, it'd be like saying, well, I think I can jump off this cliff cliff and fly. Your brain will be like, don't be so ridiculous, you're going to die. Okay? Because it is there to keep you safe at the end of the day. So make it realistic. And you know what? Even if you're just using, I'm okay. I might not be great at this. I can't do this yet. I'm going to look at this. I'm having a go at this. So change these phrases into something that's being more positive. Another way to reframe is to remember times when you have done this thing, when you have done okay, when you have done something that went all right, that there was no backlash, that nobody shot you down or, you know, things like that. And then keep a note of these positive phrases, keep a note of the successes. And the way to really move past these doubts is to then keep those goals in mind. Look at what are the bigger goals that you set out to do when you encountered this doubt. Make those goals much bigger than you. Much bigger than the doubts and bigger than the outcome of the doubts. Now this is where you really can elevate. So rather than just, I'm going to get fit. Look at what will getting fit mean for you. What else can you do in life when you are fit? How will it make you feel? 
It might be that you can work harder, you can work faster, you can work smarter, that you live longer, that you can run up and down the stairs much more easily, that it means that you're you don't get out of breath and then you don't worry about you know about your heart or about your health so that you, you're not got all that worry going around in your head so then you can think more clearly and you've got more headspace. So do you see that it's like a domino effect that one thing leads to another that leads to another. If it's something to do with work or business then look at what the bigger goal and the achievement is. So if I put out, you say to yourself I'm going to put out you know, two sales posts in a month, two sales posts in a week. I'm going to open myself up to being able to do several calls. I'm going to learn how to do sales calls. You know, I'm going to go to several network meetings and connect. Then why? What for? What will it give you? So if I'm going to open myself up to go into two different network meetings so that I can get X amount more clients when I get more clients, I'm earning more money. When I'm earning more money, then I can do X, Y and Z. Or I want to be able to help people to get past. You know, often we set ourselves up in business or we go into these higher level um, jobs and responsibilities because yeah we want to earn more money we want to make that change we want to make that impact we want to change people's outcomes as well as our own so put that in your goals about what it will really mean and those are the bits that then you come back and draw on when those doubts are there and you take those small steps you break down the goals into manageable chunks just as we do with any goal or task and plan it out and work towards those bigger goals and those bigger steps. So instead of me sitting at my desk going, oh God, I've got to do two network meetings this month. I actually love network meetings, by the way. But anyway, it's a good example. <laughs> I've got I've got to do two network meetings that, you know, this month and I haven't even booked anything yet and I don't know which ones I'm going to go to and what it is that I'm going to say and stuff like that. The way that you break it down is where are the network meetings? Which ones have got the right target clients for me? Which ones are held in a place or a time that I can actually blooming get to? Because there's no point booking yourself on one where you're going to break your neck to get there and it's a breakfast meeting and you've got the kids to get out to school or whatever. So you break it down into achievable steps. Okay. And then recognise the progress that you make. And it's important that you don't skip this step because a lot of people do and then they get in what they tell me is the hamster wheel and they just get up and they do the next day and they get up and do the next day and they stop. They don't stop, sorry, to recognise that pro- progress that they've made. Because if you want to continue to create change and continue to create progress, you must recognise where you've done well. Now, you'll quite often see me, if you're following me on social media, you'll quite often see me to say that, you know, Friday is Feel Good Friday or it's the day to reflect and look back. Take some time each day or each week to have a little look back over your challenges, over the things that you've done and how well you've done. Recognise where you've managed the small steps. Any change is a good thing, isn't it? Anything. You might not be all the way there yet. But any change is good. You're in the right direction. 
So it doesn't have to be huge in the first instance. Recognise where you are thinking differently. Recognise where you are talking differently. You can resist the urge to beat yourself up when you catch yourself thinking negatively because, you know, everyone has negative thoughts from time to time and I'm telling you, even me about this podcast... I said I was going to do a podcast. I kind of, I was a bit flippant actually. You'll find that I'm quite sarcastic. And I was doing something where, and I was like, oh, if I'm going to talk to myself, I might as well do a podcast. And somebody was around going, I love podcasts. Oh, I'll listen to podcasts. Oh, I like podcasts. Oh, I'll do podcasts. Oh, I listen to them when I'm washing up. Oh, I like them on a walk. Oh, I listen to them in the car. Oh yeah, do a podcast. And I was like, oh yeah, I could do a podcast actually. And then even I had some doubts. Not massive, massive ones, but, you know, little ones where um, I didn't quite make a decision on the jingle that I was going to have. And I knew where to look and I wrote down a few and then I was like, oh, this is taking ages. I need to go and get some work done. So I'll go and do, I did some other proper work and came, didn't come back to the list. And then, oh, the technical stuff. The technical stuff is my thing. I know it's my thing that I got, oh, I don't know what I'm doing with this technical stuff. But do you know what? It's rubbish. Because in my corporate job, I did sort out the bloody technical stuff. I did get to grips with all the databases and this and that. And people used to come to me and go, Emma, how do you do this? So I can, actually, I can do the technical stuff. It's just, it's time consuming. That's my thing. And I can end up with my head down, looking at that and then go, oh, where's the day gone? It's excuses. Can you hear the excuses that I've been telling myself? And what I did was I set myself that target. I'm going to do this podcast by the end of May or the end of June, whatever month I said I was going to do it in. And I wrote it down and I told people. It was June. And then I said, right, 1st of July, there it is. Hit them blooming buttons because you haven't done it yet. Because it was a weekend. Um... Just hit the buttons and get it done. And I've had some good feedback. I've had some great feedback already. And I'm only recording now episode four. So the doubts do come in for everybody. But this is the process that I take. These steps are the ones that I do myself. These are the steps that I walk my clients through. And yeah, okay, you might need more support in doing that. You might need to create accountability. You might need to have somebody that you tell. You might need to make it public, stick it on your social media. Or get a coach and tell them. Tell your husband if he's supportive, your partner if they are supportive. If they're not, they're not going to ask you, have you done it yet? If they're not going to give to out about whether you've done it. So I want you to go through these five steps. When you find that you're doubting yourself, identify what that doubt is. Challenge that doubt. Is this really true? Is it true now? Is there another way that you can look at this? And if there is, reframe that doubt. Change up the way that you say it so that it's in positive phraseology. Identify your goals and your steps that you need to take to move forward. And then recognise the process, the progress that you've made. 
So then you can give yourself that pat on the back. You can say, yes, I did it. Give yourself recognition for achieving those small steps because this helps to alleviate the doubts and it builds into you more solid and more positive beliefs. And then you can keep building on that and you keep building on that. Okay. Now, if you want a reminder of exactly what to do, then go into the show notes where I've got my free download in there that helps you work through those five quick steps to take you from self-doubt to self-belief. And you can sign up to it there. Or you can follow the link through to my website and book a call so that we can discover what it is that's holding you back. Where are you doubting yourself? And we can look at that too. But, you know, if just listening to this podcast and listening to it again and listening to it again each time those doubts come up, if that works for you, then that's absolutely fantastic. But if it does, do go and give me a review so that other people can learn from this too, because this is what it is. I might be quite happy talking to myself, but let's not make it just you that I'm talking to. Let's share this so we can help lots of other people get through this too. All right. So if you've enjoyed this episode, tell people, share it, go and leave a review, but definitely hit the subscribe button so that I can see you again on the next episode. Bye for now.